Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. All right. I, I, you and I are about to go on a ride. Yeah, uh, maybe the most superficial topic that we will ever discuss on this program. This may be, we may be wading into some superficial waters here together. Uh, that'll make your head spin. Uh, did not expect, uh, did not expect ever uh, to be covering this topic uh, on, on this program, nor was I expecting to learn that money was put into scientific research to answer this question. Uh, the question is, <laughs> the question is, <laughs> are generous people more attractive? Are those who are giving with their time and their resources and their energy, are the charitable uh, more physically attractive? Are they the hot ones? Right? First off, who would ever think of a correlation between those two? And second, uh, who would ever think uh, to put money into researching uh, this topic? And then, and then, who in the research community looks at that and says, hmm, yes, oh, yeah, uh, Okay, now I understand that. Oh, well, I don't understand that. Uh, we better sit down and are they hotter because they give or do they give because they are, you know, uh, uh, I'll tell you what, if we are ever to progress as a, a society, we, uh, let's, uh, let's take that grant money and, uh, we, well, we can, uh, we can, remember that website, Hot or Not? Maybe we can leverage uh, data collected there and then, uh, uh, and then tax filings for, je- somebody sat down and created a system to evaluate all this. Yeah, exactly. And guess what? The findings are this, that if you are generous, if you are a charitable person, you are objectively more attractive. <laughs> let me read you. Let me read you the abstract. Let me read you the abstract to this study. It says, uh, quote, evidence exists that beautiful is seen as good. The halo effect wherein more physically attractive people are perceived to be good. And the reverse halo effect that good is seen as beautiful. Yet, research has rarely examined the evidence linking the beautiful with the good or the reverse without the halo effect. We examine the relationship between physical attractiveness, beauty, and giving behaviors, good, where ratings of attractiveness are independent of giving behaviors. We use three U.S. data sets. Can you believe this language is being applied to this question? We use three U.S. data sets. A, a nationally representative sample of older adults. B, a nationally representative longitudinal study of adolescents. And C, the 55-year Wisconsin longitudinal study to, and I guess, I guess if you are like a sociologist or something, you, you understand these studies. 
You, you might be familiar with the 54-year Wisconsin longitudinal study. To present, I'll continue. To present evidence that these two characteristics, attractiveness and giving, are indeed correlated without halo effect. We find a good-looking giver effect <laughs> that more physically attractive people are more likely to engage in giving behaviors and vice versa. Thus, in ecologically valid real-world samples, people who do good are also likely to look good. <laughs> do, you buy, do you buy a word of that? Do you buy any of that? Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Now let's okay, let's let's uh, let's set the joking aside for a second uh, and say okay, yeah, that's that's okay, fine. You've you smart scientists have demonstrated that. What what was the conclusion? People who do good are also likely to look good. Uh, not sure if it's causal though. Not sure if you were to increase your good doing, uh, if you would also increase your good looking. I I I, I don't know. What I do know is that Utah, yeah, us, Utahns, uh, Utah repeatedly finds itself uh, at the top of lists that measure uh, charitable giving. Now, you see where I'm going with this? The natural question is, are we a more attractive state? I, uh, throughout my life, I've lived in a number of states. I, I've been to a number of places, and I, I, when I, when I march around the streets of Utah, I, I see, I see good-looking people. I, I met my wife here in Utah, and she's very charitable. Is this crazy? This is crazy, right? Have I have I wasted your time with this nonsense? No, of course not. It's fun. Uh, there was a, a study, uh, another analysis along these same lines. Uh, get this: eHarmony was involved, uh, and Just Giving, and um, it, it showed that the singles who referenced some kind of philanthropy in their profile. So, if you've got one of those dating profiles, singles who referenced some kind of philanthropy in their profile received. more uh, communications uh, than those who didn't mention uh, philanthropy. And then, get this, then eHarmony weighs in. eHarmony users who appeared more innately generous, which I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know how you observe uh, innate generosity. But according to the website's relationship questionnaire, uh, those individuals who appeared more innately generous got approximately 80% uh, more messages. So that, that's fascinating. Uh, and I think the big old takeaway is that we here in Utah are a good looking people because we are uh, good givers. We are a philanthrop- uh, We are philanthropists. That's wonderful and good. Uh, so keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> and remember this day and this moment as the most superficial topic ever covered on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Quick break. When we return, we're going to wrap up the program uh, with a conversation uh, with Lieutenant Nick Street with the Utah Highway Patrol. Labor Day is coming up. They, the Utah Highway Patrol, will be out in force. How do we navigate Utah roads safely, and how do we do so uh, and stay out of trouble? We'll find out uh, from UHP next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. 
Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.